Ireland has so many accommodation options. Today, I'm running through those and giving you tips and advice for booking. Hey, thanks so much for joining me again here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today, I'm continuing the Planning Your Ireland Vacation series that I began back in episode 124. So if you're a new listener, you might want to pop back to the beginning and get all the tips in order. Today's episode is all about finding the best places to stay in Ireland, lodging advice for every type of accommodation that you can find in Ireland. Because let's face it, Ireland vacation lodging is really just as varied as the landscape. You're going to find hostels in national parks or castles to fit royalty. Really an accommodation for everyone, budget to luxury, adventure to pampering. You're going to find exactly what you need. Now, most Ireland travelers find themselves somewhere between the two extremes of budget and luxury. And choosing the best place to stay in Ireland is really based on your vacation dreams, your planned itinerary, and your budget. Now, my new Ireland Vacation Planner and Journal includes accommodation tracking tips and pages to help you incorporate the perfect Ireland lodging into your itinerary. The planner includes easy-to-use worksheets, loads of advice, and fun journaling prompts to help you remember your Ireland vacation. You can find that at irelandfamilyvacations.com backslash Ireland planner and use code podcast 10 to save 10%. Now we're going to jump into the tips for finding your Ireland accommodations. The first thing you need to know is that you're not going to find a lot of large hotel chains in Ireland. Now you will find your, your Radisson Blues in a couple of cities and you're going to find um, Jury's Inn, which is uh, an Irish hotel chain, but you're not going to find a ton of Marriott's. So if you're saving up hotel points for Ireland, you might find those hotels in Dublin, maybe in Belfast, but really beyond that, those hotel points aren't going to do you any good. Now, when you're choosing a hotel in Ireland, the first thing you want to remember is that the hotel star rating, completely subjective. Um, in my experience, a three-star hotel in Ireland might be closer to a two-star U.S. hotel, but a five-star hotel is a five-star hotel the world over. When I'm looking for a hotel in Ireland, I'm looking at the experience. I want it to be, you know, if I want it in a central location, do I want it to have a spa so I can be pampered? Do I want the bedrooms to have really great beds so I can sleep well? Or do I want it to be on acres and acres of land and have loads of adventures so I don't have to leave the property? So when you're looking at hotels, base it on more than the room. You also want to read the hotel website and know what is included in your stay. If you're not clear on something, send an email, make an inquiry before you book. Now, a few tips before booking an Ireland hotel. In my experience, if you book three-star or lower, you may regret your choice of lodging. You might pay more for that extra star, but I have found that booking a four-star or above is usually worth it. 
You want to double check your check-in and check-out times, especially at your first hotel. But keep in mind that if you arrive early in the morning and your hotel doesn't allow check-in until four, they will hold your bags for you. So if you're heading into Dublin or another city, um, go ahead and drop off your bags. They'll hold them securely until you can check in. Be sure to check the amenities. Do you want breakfast included? Make sure that your room rate includes it. It will often say that it's a and b rate, so a bed and breakfast rate, even in a hotel. If you choose your hotel because it has a pool, know that many do require bathing caps and sometimes even pool shoes. And if you're traveling with kids, know that some hotel pools have specific times available for children. Also traveling with kids, check the creche or kids club if you plan to use it. Some are only open during the high season or on holidays. So if that's something that you really want, make sure it's available before you book. Also, if you're staying in a city, check the map for nearby public transportation. Know how far you'll have to walk to catch the train or the bus. And if you have a rental car, how much is it going to cost to park? Or would you be better off being in that city without the rental car? Now on to Irish castles, because it's definitely a splurge and it's one that you won't easily forget. Ireland is dotted with castle hotels and country houses. Ashford Castle, probably everybody knows that name, right? Um, they've been voted best in the world by travel and leisure almost too many times to count now. Loch Ness Castle, one of my very favorites, um, gives you a really tranquil stay. Um, Adair Manor, super luxurious, recently updated. Dremoland Castle, very close to uh, Shannon Airport, so really well known. Ballina Hinch up in Galway, Clontarf near Dublin, um, Kennedy Castle we recently stayed in, terrific, very authentic feeling castle experience and one of the most affordable in the country. So there are just dozens that you're going to find across the country, but castle hotels are not all created equal. So do your homework when you book. Some hotels include the word castle due to their proximity to a local ruin. So if it says, um, oh gosh, I can't even think of any right now off the top of my head. Uh, Dublin, in Dublin, there's a hotel called the Castle Hotel. It is not a castle, it is converted Georgian townhouses. So really look at the description, know what you're getting. Some castle hotels have a few rooms in the castle and then another nearby building provides more accommodation. So know what you're getting before you hit that reservation button. And if you really want a truly royal experience, consider renting a private castle. Napoke Castle in County Clare, very, very close to Bunratty Castle in Folk Park, uh, or Bansha Castle in County Tipperary, it's a private accommodation. So you'll have the whole place to yourself and that makes for a really, really fun experience. Irish bed and breakfasts are, it's kind of synonymous with the whole Ireland tourism experience. Irish accommodations really had a strong focus on B&Bs and it continues to do so because that Cade Mila Falcha, the 100,000 welcomes, is really evident the moment that you walk into the door. Uh, my first solo trip, my first trip to Ireland, I should say, was solo. And my last stay was at a B&B near Shannon Airport. 
my hostess looked at me when I walked in. I was cold. I was wet. It was November. I'd come from the Cliffs of Moore. I was, I was battered and frozen. Um, she took me straight to my room. She drew me a hot bath and she brought me tea and biscuits. It doesn't matter how nice your hotel, you are not going to get that kind of service anywhere but a B&B. Now you want to remember that no two bed and breakfasts are alike. One could be in an amazing manor house. One of my favorites is in this teeny tiny town in County Limerick called Bruff. And it used to be a bank. The rooms are amazing. Miriam is a terrific hostess. Um, and then you'll also find purpose-built B&Bs with really spacious rooms and ensuite baths. And then others could just be a family home. All the children are gone and the owners decided to, to run a B&B. So just you're going to find every experience with a bed and breakfast. But they all have one thing in common, a very personal touch that can make your Ireland vacation magical. Not only is the B&B owner your host, they're also your tour guide, your restaurant critic, and your insider to every local activity you're going to find. Now, a few tips before booking an Irish bed and breakfast. Do your research before you book your room. If you're traveling as a family, make sure the house accepts children because some do have age limits. Family rooms are becoming more and more prevalent in Irish B&Bs, but don't hesitate to get two rooms if you need them. Don't slam your family all in one room unless it's completely necessary. You're going to be very safe, very secure in a small B&B. If you want to enjoy the pubs and you're traveling with kids, some B&Bs do offer childcare or can help you arrange childcare, but know that that could carry an extra fee. Take the time to talk with your hosts. Ask them about their favorite sites that are nearby, the best restaurants, the places that they go, hidden spots that no other tourist is going to be at. Your local advice is the best advice you're going to get and it will make your vacation. Also, don't forget to say thank you. While the bed and breakfast may be a business, it's also a home and you are a guest. A little politeness goes a long, long way. Ireland vacation rentals and self-catering cottages have become more and more popular. It's a great option for large families or people traveling on a tight budget. And it also just gives you that sense of home when you're traveling in Ireland, which is never a bad thing. You want to choose a house that is centrally located to the places that you visit and the activities that you want to take advantage of. And then you'll plan day trips from that Irish home away from home. The most enjoyable part for me of renting a holiday home in Ireland is feeling like part of a community. Um, the longer you stay, the more people you're going to see on the street, the more people you're going to recognize. Uh, you know, maybe you'll find a, a local pub that you kind of become, you know, it's your nightly spot and people start to get to know you. You're going to experience things like grocery shopping, enjoying your own little garden and, you know, cooking in Ireland, which is, I think is always fun. We really love self-catering stays for the large amount of space and the ability to really relax without getting in the way of other guests like you might at a hotel or a B&B. Now, when you're renting an Irish vacation home, you really want to keep quite a few things in mind. You want to be sure to read the fine print. Some vacation re rentals might only rent by the week. Others may rent for a day or two at a time. For families who like their space, and don't want to worry about disturbing others, 
a vacation rental really is the perfect lodging. Some luxury and castle hotels offer vacation rentals on their properties. These cottages are a great way to enjoy the luxury amenities like spas, activities, and dining of these um, estates or locations, but you'll still have more room and you may often, often spend less. You want to uh, ask the owner for day trips, shopping, pubs, events, and things like that. Oftentimes they'll have a little guidebook inside the accommodation that will also help with that. Be aware that electricity is wired differently in Ireland. Heat may come from a fireplace. We've had one place where to run the heat, we had to actually pay for it with a meter. So know what's going to happen um, with electricity when you, when you are in that accommodation. Also, when using owner direct companies like Sykes Cottages, Airbnb, uh, Rural Retreats, Verbo, HomeAway, Flipkey, and I know there are more and more, be sure to read the terms and testimonials really carefully. Know that if a last minute cancellation occurs, you may not have a whole lot of help finding new accommodations and never send cash or traveler's checks or even just don't do business outside of the websites where you found the accommodation. Usually those are scams and there's, there's no recompensation on that because you went off of the platform. So stay on those booking platforms to handle every step of that process. If somebody asks you to get off platform, notify the platform immediately. Moving on to hostels in Ireland you're going to find a lot of hostels across the country, but they're not all created equal. So I know that if you're on a budget, there are hostels that offer private rooms, family rooms, as well as the typical dorm room accommodations. So you want to do your research on those. Um, when you're looking at those, a few things to look at and really pay attention to are the room descriptions. Make sure you know if linens are provided or not. If not, what are you taking along? Usually it's going to be more along the lines of a, a sheet cocoon type thing as opposed to all of your blankets and stuff. But it, that kind of gets in the way of packing light. So know what you need to have on hand. Um, also inquire about large group policies. If the hostel allows hen and steg parties, you might want to steer clear if you prefer a quiet evening or if you're traveling with children. Know where the hostel is located. Is it in a busy area of a city? Is it really remote? Do you have transportation to get to it? Or are you going to have to find something when your bus or train reaches, um, reaches the city and then you have to get out of the city for your accommodations? And know that hostels are not for everyone. Read the reviews very carefully and kind of, you know, try to decide if that person shouldn't have been in a hostel to begin with if they were expecting too much, just do your research very thoroughly on a hostel. Now, this is by no means an exhaustive, list, exhaustive listing of places to stay when visiting Ireland. You're going to find camping spots, glamping spots, farm stays, retreats, and a few other types that I haven't covered today. But know that no matter where you stay, you're going to have a terrific vacation in Ireland. And, you know, depending on the length of your trip, you might try just a little bit of everything. I hope today's podcast was helpful as you consider your Ireland accommodations for your trip. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, I would love it if you would leave a review at the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page, or using your mobile device, just take a screenshot and on your Instagram account in your stories, pop that screenshot in there and tag me at Ireland Family Vacations with a few kind words. If you have questions or comments, you can always email me, Jody, J-O-D-Y, at irelandfamilyvacations.com. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, Slangafol.